Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I am your host, Tim Lyons, joined on the other side of the wood table by Randall S. Inkston. What's up, buddy? Oh, S. That's a new one. Samuel. Like a Hunter S. Thompson? Yes. <laughs> Quick announcement. A uh, couple days left, guys. You're, you're, if you haven't got your early bird mm-hmm. tickets, the price goes up. Fair warning. There's no uh, exceptions to the rule. Uh, there's a timer on the page, fitprogrowthsummit.com. Go check that out. That's our fourth annual growth summit. They get better and better. Stack lineup. All, everything from... Uh, beyond memberships, the the customer experience for the first hundred days uh, to um, coaching as far as your team building, it, it's uh, you know lessons learned from the trenches. It's it's uh, doing a whole presentation on all the uh, red flags that I see in businesses on, on a weekly basis. Uh, great speakers, branding, marketing, sales. It's all in this uh, event, plus breakout sessions, networking, and a lot of fun. Business. So, Business focus, guys. If yeah. you want to make more money this year, next year, moving forward, just be there. Yeah, there's, you're going to want to be Unfortunately, there. there's no uh, hands-on, like, kettlebell swing Yeah, you're going to get sweaty. Breakouts. Not, it's going to be business, guys. And, and really, it's it's by design that way. There's, yep. no, there's no point to talk about, uh, you know, battle ropes at this event. It's about P&Ls and what's going to move the business forward. And if you want to, if you're listening to the show, bottom line, you need to be at this event. Um, tickets are two ninety seven today. They're going to go to three forty seven in April. So be aware. So fitprogrowsummit.com, still some tickets left and, uh, we're going to move on that price. So, uh, this episode guys, we're talking about being, how being average sucks, right? And so, uh, this topic has been around, kind of swirling around uh, this, at least this podcast studio for for years, and and it makes a lot of sense, and it comes up every so often. Sure. We'll we'll hear somebody talking about it, but uh, and we've we've talked a little bit about it on the show. But at the end of the day, if you're listening to this show, you're a gym owner. You are different. You're not like everybody else. You're not the average Joe. And while there are some people that are very content being the average Joe. You as a high performer are not happy with that. And so if you're not achieving, developing, creating, driving the needle forward, you're not happy with that, or you shouldn't be happy with that. You're probably, you're probably not. And if, if, I mean, if you're, whether or not you realize it or not, I mean, it will, it will affect you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like we're so tied to results. We're so tied to the progression that when that's not happening, uh, our worlds are in disarray. I mean, I, I can, I'm, I'm literally depressed sometimes when, when like, you know, we're in kind of growth mode, but not growth mode, like we're in like, you know, building, build mode, building mode. you know, and, and you're not, we're not moving the needle and things like that. Like I, I get antsy. Like I feel yeah. like we're not doing enough. And uh, so that, that, that's its own challenge to figure out is, mm-hmm. is that battle. But uh, that, to, to your point, you know, we are rooted for more. 
Um, since I think probably our first episode, I've always mentioned, you know, growth or decay. I don't believe in stagnation. I believe that we're, we're working towards the progression of something or things are progressing around you and you're, you're being left uh, behind. Exactly. You're slipping and you don't even realize it sometimes, but, um, to be a high performer and in order to succeed and want to succeed, you know, you have to be intentional. You have to be forward focused. You have to then, you know, apply the action it takes to get those things. But how and where and what? Well, really, is sometimes this whole thing to figure out. It is tough to figure out, and, and the odds are against you. Absolutely. I mean, this whole world is designed for you to be average. Uh, from from the schooling and the education yep. world, they, they they teach you to be an employee. Uh, from the fast food restaurants that are on every corner, they, they're egging you on to eat like shit, right? To um, your friends and family just not understanding um, why you're taking the big risks when they're happy as, as can be being in the same company for 40 years, uh, the gold watch. Yeah. That's the world around you. And so for you to be outside of that box, you're looked at differently and you're just not normal. And it's okay to not be normal. In fact, I wouldn't want it any other way. I don't want to be in the box of the average. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and you look around and you look at, the high achievers in, you know, your cronies and your peers. And, and, and to us, that is normal. But yeah. to everybody outside of that world, they look crooked at you. They just don't get it. And, you know, even as, as entrepreneurial as my father was, he, you know, really cautioned me to not open the business back in 2009. They were scared. They were scared for and me. That's, that's what it, I'm it, sure it, what it wasn't, was. It wasn't they didn't feel like I was going to succeed. They were just scared. And, and it really came from my mom. My mom literally rooted my dad out of being an entrepreneur and put him in, into a day to hour, to, you know, an hourly job or whatever, salary job. Because that's that comfort, comfort and that's the world. Yeah, safety. That's sure. the world she came from. Yeah. Her her dad, my grandfather, was a, was a beat cop in Miami for fifty years. Yeah. You know, and like that was his life, and that's that's how they grew up. And so you have to understand, like, it's not your parents or your friends or family that that don't want to see you succeed. There is some of that. There's some resentment there. Sure. Oh, but yeah. it's that safety comfort zone, and they don't know the other side. There is another side and you're Absolutely. living it. You're living it today. You took the risk. You signed on the, you signed that uh, personal guarantee that says if you don't make your payments, they can go after your personal assets. It takes some big cojones yes. to do that. It <laughs> yeah. takes, and, and really that sometimes is the line in the sand. Some people won't cross that line and that's it. And they're going to stay on the, the other side. side. Of comfort. Yeah. That that's putting your back against the wall. You know what I mean? Like that is, that is exactly what it takes. And in mm -hmm. the journey of the entrepreneur is the stepping into that arena and saying, Hey, I'm willing to, to take greater risk for a greater personal reward mm -hmm. than you typically see in, you know, the other avenues. And it's, um, it is, it, it does come with its risks, but it, to us, it has massive reward. Big reward. And, and that's, yeah. you know, th that's an entirely different thing that, you know, if you move to some of those traditional routes, you probably would never feel, feel fulfilled in those, those arenas, yeah. those pillars. Yeah. And, and you know, it's funny. Um, <laughs> I was just talking to my dad last night about my daughter and, mm -hmm. um, it's so wild. Uh, they're, mo they're selling their house. They've lived in this Arizona since the seventies and they're, selling their house like yeah. overnight they've got two offers and I'm like and they're moving to Florida and we got to talking and we got to talking about hey you know Tim you know you don't need the money we know that you're going to be fine and we're just going to go and 
not leave you anything. Basically, we're going to sure. we're going to live life, and, and I'm very happy that they're doing it. And and I said, Dad, don't worry about me. I don't need the money. She goes, He goes, What about your daughter? Does she need the money? I go, Don't worry about her either. She is fine. She's going to make more than all of us combined. <laughs> yeah. She is an entrepreneur. Oh yeah. And I and I like I. I don't know. I support that as hard as I can because when we were growing up, um, it wasn't you know the norm. I think your your dad was an entrepreneur yeah, as well. Yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't like ingrained into the childhood. Mm. Finances were never talked about at the dinner table. The you know it it was about going for me. My life was about going to high school, to college, and getting a scholarship, and then getting a job. You that know, was it. It's almost funny. I ended up um, you know kind of being rooted this way. Almost the opposite of like my father's dreams or wishes. He's always know like he's always wanted me to pursue what I want to do and mm-hmm. things like that. But because he was he was a general contractor, and he grew up obviously you know physical labor mm-hmm. um, much of the way getting there and stuff like that, putting in the the reps, and you know it it, it took his toll on his body. Of course. And so for years he always just said you know get get into something that you're using your mind, save your body because right. you know that's got that's got a a, a, a toll that it takes and. Uh, so he never, you know, he always catered me to go that way. But because of watching him work his ass off, you know, feast or famine, yeah, risk reward. Down, yeah. yeah. You know, my parents did a very good job at making sure that, you know, us as kids never knew, you know, the financials are like how dire certain things mm-hmm. got. Because mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, sometimes it is, right? You do make decisions on paying your employees or bring that, you know, extra check home for yourself or that type of thing. And, um, so they, 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 they sheltered us from some of the lows, I think, pretty well. But at the end of the day, you know, I did, I, I gained appreciation for the fact of, of the ownership and taking responsibility mm-hmm. and, and being able to call something your own and have pride in something that you create yourself and all of those things. And so, you know, as I grew up, to me, it was almost always, like I, in my own mind, I was always like, there's some path down that road you know, of, of doing more, being more, risking more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I joke all the time, I'm intellectually unemployable. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I work with you, like technically yeah. an employee, but it's it's just not the same dynamic as sitting in like a corporate uh, no. desk, you know what I mean? Y- so. y- you think? <laughs> but, uh, um, y- you know, yeah, the, 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 a- the idea of average scares the hell out of me. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Yeah, and but but here's the thing. There's there's plenty of people that are happy as a clam, 
mm-hmm. making their paycheck, you know, and just going living life. And and that's okay. And there should be those people because there's plenty of people that need jobs, right? Correct. And we, we're, we're the creators of jobs. Um, and, you know, nothing to say that, that that one person's better than the other. It's just a different mindset. And the th- what you mentioned about there's pride in your in your work, in your business, mm-hmm. that, that also, as soon as you said that, I said that that is actually a bad thing. And I'll explain why. When you fall in love with your ah. product, when you fall in love with your business, you you can't see the flaws. Like when you hire a business coach and they come in and, and they pick it apart and they show you what could be improved, sure. that's a great thing. The ego, when it comes to... Um, especially gym owners. Gym owners are very alpha brain people. Sure. They're like the boss, they've been running the business, this is their baby. And that is, you're potentially at risk for not seeing the flaws and you could be doing so much better or you're not willing to change because it's my way and this is yeah. what we created. I was, it's funny, it was never about pride for me. It was mm-hmm. about what's gonna pay the bills. Yeah, And if there's a better way, I'm going to change it. And we changed it in our first year. That's unheard of. I'll tell you exactly why. And, and this is, this is what I would do if, if, if we came across like a gym owner that was that way. Um, it, to me, that's emotional intelligence. It's the difference between understanding that business is personal, but it's not emotional, right? Like I, I can care about my business, but that doesn't mean that my identity is my business and Mm -hmm. being able to separate, you know, the results of the business and things like that from your happiness is where that emotional intelligence, you know, comes into play. You have a very logically rooted base, mm-hmm. right? You're not easily swayed by emotion. You, I know you have emotion, you care about certain things, you have things you like and, and you, it will impact, but it doesn't cloud your judgment for making the oh, no. business decisions sure. that need to happen. That I think is one of the, that's an invaluable lesson that business owners should all understand and go through. Um, I think that we've been kind of talking a little bit more uh, our coaching and things like that emotional intelligence is coming is becoming more and more of a topic because you know emotion does cloud judgment and when you are tied to that to your point you make decisions that are probably not the best decision for the business oh yeah and you do it in, in completely the opposite of of what probably would be mm-hmm. but that's because that emotion clouds that so to have that ability to to have pride and ownership and, and accountability and happiness towards what you've created, but still create that. But it is just a business. It's a means to an end, right? Mm-hmm. It's, 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 um, it's, it's adding value by, by adding value to the market, to your life by adding value to the marketplace, but it's not your identity. That's where people yeah. get tied to. So. And it's hard to separate that for, especially for these people that started from nothing and sure. they've built this from scratch. I will argue, and I have a very big uh, topic at the Growth Summit, nobody is self-made. I don't care what that, <laughs> yeah. that word means, absolutely zero. There's nobody on this planet that's self-made. No. Um, and I've got a whole discussion about that. But um, the point is that, yes, you, you feel like this is your thing. You, you tattoo it on your mm-hmm. neck, right? You, <laughs> I mean, hell, I was driving around my truck with a yeah. damn logo across it. It's a whole thing. I mean, that's okay, but yes, you can't let it cloud your judgment and, and na- not make the right decisions because the data tells you otherwise. Correct. And that, yeah, exactly where, where it matters is when, when you're being told by math and logic and things like that, mm-hmm. that this is the path, but you feel like you want to go a different direction. It's, it's usually not the gut. It's usually, right. you know, clouded judgment through things like that. The gut, you know, that's a different. And right. And so going back to being average, right. And that's kind of what the show's about. Um, 
you're not average. If you're Correct. listening to this and you've signed your name, like you put the cojones on the line, you sign it, you're not average. And you need to be very aware of that because there's going to be people in your life that try to pull you back to average every day, every day, whatever you're doing, if it's your friends or if you're going out to eat, like I, I use this analogy all the time where you're going out to eat with your friends and you're ordering off the menu with salmon and broccoli yeah. and they're eating burgers and chicken wings and pizza and they're giving you a hard time. Just eat the pizza. It's that kind of stuff that happens all the time. And sometimes it's coming from your own spouse. And I'll explain. Oh, all sorts it's of places. Like, sure. hey, you don't need to work that hard. Come home early. And yes, there is that work-life balance that I understand. But in business, if you're truly in business, there is no balance. Your life is the work. Like, And if you enjoy what you do, then it doesn't matter. And you don't need work-life. Like to me, there is no work-life balance. I have a very difficult time going on vacation and unplugging. I can't do it. I just can't. Sure. Like, it's impossible. I always am checking in. I'm looking at an email or whatever. But when you have a family that supports it, then everything's fine. But when you don't, that's when, you're, that's when you butt heads. Yeah. And that's where it can get into some scary times. Sure. Because there's been divorces. There's been, you know, arguments and, and blowouts because... They're not the same as you. And you have to also understand that. So as long as you as long as everybody's on the same page, you're fine. But you need to have that discussion because there will come a time where you're being told you're working too much or you're spending too much time at the gym or you're work you're you're, you know, you should be spending time with your family. And it's like you shouldn't do anything that you don't think is right. Like, yeah, yeah. like you need to do the job. And what they don't understand is they love you and they want you to be a part of the family and everything, but they don't understand if you don't do those things, they're not going to have the they're life probably, yeah. that they're, that they're used to. So it's a catch 22. Um, the best thing in the world is to have a spouse and family that gets it. If they get it, then you're good. Especially if you're working with your spouse. Yeah. Oh, that that's a big dynamic too. I mean, we, we work with a lot of husband, wife couples or, um, I mean, whether or not you're in the business together, owning a business as an individual is, they both have massive impacts on relationships. Yeah. You know, when, when things are good, finances, right? Like just call it the finances. That's the number it's one. Number, number one reason for second, divorce. Second, that's right? the second. Health? Is it health? No, no, no. Marriage. <laughs> Marriage is the leading cause of divorce. Well, you divorce. know why divorce is so expensive? Why? Because it's worth it. Oh, jeez. No, I'm just kidding. No, the um, number one leading cause of a divorce is marriage. It's marriage, yeah. It's, it's actually 100% of divorces <laughs> began with marriage. That's correct. That's great. But no, finances is number one. Yeah. So, I mean, but that it, it says a lot, right? Like, that is it, silly. Like, how, we, we let something like money affect our relationship that much. But especially when your actions, your your everything that you do is now dependent upon that or, or, or um, tied to that. You know what I mean? Like Pressure's you're not making on. pressure. Yeah, exactly. You're not making enough money. We're not making enough money. We got to go to work. Got to do it. Now mm -hmm. it's putting that added stress and strain on the relationship. So there's a million different things about it. But at the end of the day, I mean, if you want to not be average, you have to do things that are, are not average. You have to do, I was talking with you a little bit before the show, like my coach, uh, Ben, um, his whole thing is on being uncommon. His coaching program is Uncommon Leadership. And uh, um, it's about, you know, getting up and doing not the norm, doing more activity than what everybody else considers mm -hmm. acceptable. If you want to get additional results, you got to do additional work. And yeah. it doesn't take much. It doesn't have to be grand things. I'm a big fan in, in you know, just one little thing. 
small compounded changes over time, like massive results. For sure. Yeah. Um, but it does, it takes action. It takes being intentional. Like you can't just wake up and just say, Hey, cool. Let's see what today has for mm -hmm. me. If, mm -hmm. if you want to be anything but average. Right. And I think most people listening to this would be like, yeah, you know, sometimes you, you want to hit that snooze button. Sure. Sometimes you don't want to go work out. Sometimes you want to just take a break and, and look, I'm all for okay every so often because you may kill yourself if that, I mean, no, I mean, look, I'm not getting that's that deep, that deep. That's not, but uh, you, you, you do need to break sometimes, but it's funny. I, I don't like, there was one time in my life that I needed a break. It was that one December that I took off the month. Yeah. And when, that was the only time that I can remember in my adult life that it was that heavy. Right. But other than that, I'm good. Right. I can, I love it. I love sure. what we do. And if you love what you do, then it's not work. It's really not. I mean, you, would you hear that? Do what you yeah. do what you love. You'll never work another day in your life. Sure. That's true. Uh, but the point is, listen, uh, embrace being different, embrace, not being average and being aware of what's be pulling you back to average and, and cut it off. If it's people, if it's habits, there you go. If it's habits, cut up, cut them out. Like, look, your life's short. You know, you only have so, so many, uh, you know, innings to, to, to play. And so it, there's no point in, in kind of fostering those negative relationships in your life. Just, just cut it out. Like I, I hate to do it. Like sometimes, um, I've done it with family. Yeah, yeah. I've done it with family and, uh, they don't understand it, but again, they, they, you can't expect them to, they're sure. living, they're living in the average world and you're outside the average box. Right. So surround yourself with the like-minded driven individuals, people that are on the same mission as you. That's why our iron circle is so, so important to all of us. Um, and, and you know, you're listening right now, you're listening to this show, you're either in your car, like you could be doing something else. You could be listening to music, sure. which, which for the majority there, of people probably are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you're, but you're listening to this show and that tells you, you should be aware man, that's right. I am, I am different I and, am. Be, and be proud of it, be proud of it and embrace it and be happy that you're not the average Joe. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So hopefully that that uh, makes you more aware. Really, it was just more of a like, hey, an awareness episode, and, and it making you understand, like, look, this is okay. The mm -hmm. life you lead's okay. It's it's all right to be different, and it's all right to say no to things. It's all right to work your ass off, and it's all right to not have work life balance. It's it's okay. Um, do what's best for you, right? Yeah. And so hopefully that helps you guys. Maybe it'll motivate you a little bit this week. And um, hell, until next episode, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.